With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take, take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 in this station. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Summer's Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! Starting with the Thomas Voice Reloaded on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then the Thomas Voice presents by booking only Tuesdays. It's the Grub at 1 p.m. Followed by Victory Over the Waste of Life with Sister Deanne Green at 6 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk. With Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30. Followed by Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Friday, Music of the Spirit with Trey Milner at 4.30 p.m. And Saturdays is our double hitter. And it starts with Saturday for Bet with Sister Lorraine Brown with Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Central. Followed by Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. Also download Live 365 and search the Thomas Voice Radio Network and you're in there. You can also follow us on Facebook at TPV Radio or visit our website www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us family. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majal's Products. 
Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on Radio. It is now time for Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. part of the year, and I think that it will really be a refreshing 
to your soul. I think it'd be really refreshing to revisit some of that stuff because it's so relevant right now. I mean, it's more relevant now than it was then because, you know, we really didn't have a handle on what was going on. We really didn't have a handle on where we would be at here in October or I'll just say November, really, of 2020. You know, it started out with all the cliches, 2020 vision, seeing better, doing better, and then it just kind of took a left turn, bam, you know, and, and here we are today, you know, battling with things that we've never seen before, trying to get through and, and overcome some some obstacles, some serious obstacles in life, you know, um, from the uh, current pandemic, you know, not just from a health reason, but financial reason. It it, it hit the financial community pretty hard, and, and people are hurting. And when I got to this message and, and I just inquired of the Lord, where would you have me to go? And he spoke to me and said, we have to re-instill hope. And I'm going to tell you why here in a minute. And my sister confirmed it. Um, for me when we had talked offline about we need hope like never before. We really do. We need we need that hope because so much has just been pulling and, and, and shifting and grinding on us to the point where, you know, you, you, you get so accustomed and complacent of living in hopelessness that you can't even exercise faith the way you need to. You know, so many things, you know, you wonder when is it going to get better? How is it going to get better? But Jesus Christ is real. The Holy Spirit is with us and among us and in us to get us, lift us through these times. So, and that's what we're going to reaffirm today as we move forward is that there is hope, and hope is available for you. Amen. Well, I know I was on my soapbox there for a minute, but let me give my shout-out before we go any further. You know, first and foremost, I got to give a shout-out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ family, because, you know, Without him, truly, 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 I am nothing. I can do nothing. I can be nothing. You know, my whole righteousness lies within him. So I've got to give him a shout-out for being Lord of my life. And I want to give him a shout-out to my amazing, wonderful wife. We just celebrated our anniversary the other day. Um, really blessed that she's kept me this long. <laughs> Amen. You know, because... Uh, you know, things can get rough sometimes. Those, those that are married know that uh, that it's not always a picnic. It's not always a walk in the park or a bed of roses. But she decided to keep me alone here, and we celebrated our anniversary. I thank God for her. I thank God for putting me in my life. You know, she's my sounding board. She, she's my true helpmate, and I just thank God for her. And I want to give a shout-out to Pastor Chris and Sister Nisi that TPV ministry and the vision that they've given allowed Brother Don Presents to pass the team to even have a platform to come before you that we can strengthen and exercise our gifts and callings and that we can bless you along the way. And, you know, there's so much in that ministry, the vision that God has given them, and they've just really steadfast, you know, through the lean times, through the fat times, the rough times, smooth times, you know, they really steadfast. And I just want to give a shout-out and thank God for them, you know, because uh, ministry is tough. It's tough, family. It is tough. And the enemy wants to shut you down on every single avenue, especially when you're being effective and you're not repeating this old religious rhetoric that we see 
on on mainstream radio and TV that you really are really getting to the root of what the enemy is trying to do to the people. It's tough, and I thank God for them holding fast to the vision. And I give a shout-out to my children. I can't forget them, family. They have been true blessing to me, even my grandchildren. I just want to thank God for each and every one of them being in my life, God blessing me with them and trusting me with them. And I just pray that they continue to follow my leading as I follow Christ. And I got to give a shout-out to you, family. I want to make sure that you understand you're well appreciated, well appreciated here at TPV Radio. And Brother Don presents with Pastor Gene. appreciates each and every one of you tuning in and listening. And we just pray that you have been really gleaning something from our messages and the teachings that we've been bringing forth. You know, we would love for you to go out on the website, just say, hey, how you doing, uh, you know, if there's anything that that you wanna you wanna address or you wanna have us address that may be plaguing or bothering you, that um, you know you just wanna kind of get some understanding. We 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 encourage you to drop us a line there. You know, we definitely will get back to you. We take each and every person personal, and we will never miss an opportunity to minister. Um, needs to the body of Christ So if there's something you need Hey, you know, drop a line And if you're listening and you ever want to call in 515-605-9873 You know, give us a shout out You know, just say, hey, look I, I appreciate what you're doing I love you If there's something, concerns, questions You know, you can also give us a call here At 515-605-9873 the lines are always open to you. We just ask that you be respectful when you come on. Um, uh, Pastor Chris is the engineer over there, and he'll give you the leading. But that's our only thing is just be respectful. And, and if you decide to come in, I'll call in and come on. Uh, we would love to have you. We would love to have you. Well, that's about all my shout-outs. Um, Pastor Gene, if you're out there, um, I will give you the mic and let you give your shout-outs. I know you're a little under the weather, as we spoke earlier, um, but you know we're gonna we're gonna pray through this and get through this. Amen. Amen, brother. Um, I'm just uh, happy to be on the line today. I'm excited uh, for uh, what God is doing with the entire ministry under uh, Pastor Chris and Pastor Nisi. And I'm so thankful today for our listening audience. So that's where I am today. I'm just ready to get Amen, amen, amen. Well, we are definitely going to keep you lifted in prayer. I know you said that you were battling some some cold, you know, it's that time of year, weather changing, you know, and uh, it, we all susceptible to this time, you know, these colds and, and different things, you know. So we're just going to keep praying and strengthen the Lord, amen. You know, since I was really, really, like I said earlier, just sitting back kind of meditating on where the vein that we're in now, the things that we're talking about now, and really, it's just a summation, you know, when we look back and what God has been saying all year long to us in so many different areas. And, you know, 
what really is in my heart and what's really in my spirit is I believe God is really positioning us for a true revival. You know, not like what we're accustomed to in the past where they'd have a luncheon or a gathering and they'll raise a banner that says revival and they'll call it that. And, and you know, people will leave the same way that they came. And that is not what revival is meant for. That is not the purpose of revival, you know. And we have to understand, family, that when God is positioning us, positioning us for revival, he's positioning us for change. And that's the key. There has to be a spiritual change because there's a spiritual problem that, you know, prompted the revival in the first place. You know, sis, and, and I was... I was in this, you know, reading the book of Ezekiel, and, you know, I'm still there, and it's just really how I missed so much down through the years in this chapter. And, you know, I want to bring it out to the family, you know, because if we look at Ezekiel 37, excuse me, family, and we mirror it it against today, we really can see a bunch of congregations all across this land full of dry bones and like i said earlier if you are in the revival and you leave the same way that you came there was no transformation then that was not a revival that was not of god that wasn't that was just another good meeting getting together listen to some singing listen to some speaking and then going home true revival is going to cause change it's going to pull you up out of where you are and we're gonna we're gonna touch on that, uh, you know, as we go along. Did you have anything you wanted to add, Pastor Jean? Uh, you know, I'm I'm just reflecting uh, from the beginning of the year to where we are now, brother. You know, we only have two more months left in this year, and just just uh, just reflecting. And, you know, this has been a year like no other year in most of our life. Amen. And I know that this year will remain with us um, no matter what, you know, what what, what uh, next year brings. We will all be able to look back on this year and, 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 and reflect some kind of way of how, uh, uh, how it, it, it affected us, how it affected the entire world. So, you know, I was thinking about it. I, I kept hearing you say revival. And, and you know, I'm, I was thinking that this, the revival that, that that I believe God is about to release is one for the harvest of the church. So I believe it's, it's a revival that will also uh, consist of a transition. You know, that, that, that when that transition takes place, we will have we will never have to be revived again because it will be a place where God has is taking his people and also the ones that are coming into the kingdom. So I believe that the next move of God we see will be like one also that we we've never seen before. And I don't know if the people of God that are uh, listening are feeling a sense of the same thing. But I believe this is this also what God is doing when it manifests itself on the face of the earth. It will be something that supersedes or that will supersede whatever we've had 
Amen. Amen. And you know that that's so true on so many levels, you know, because um, we can see it now. You know, we can see it in the spirit now that God is, is doing something great, you know. And a lot of times, you know, we want to get a handle on it before we really move into it. And I think that that's been the problem. Um, I know for for the congregations and the, and the fellowships that I've been around, you know, including myself, we, we want to get a handle on it before we move. And I'm thinking, you know, we're at a place now where you're not going to get a handle on this. You just got to move. You just got to move. And, and you're so right, and, and I appreciate that. Um, you know, because when I look at Ezekiel, and let's, let's go to your Bible, family, um, you know, with your smartphones. I'm going to flip pages today because, um, you know, I've been, I've been in the, been kind of old school here lately, flipping pages. But if you know, hey, wherever you got the Word of God—smartphones, tablets, computer, uh, iPads—it don't matter. You know, just just get it out. And we're gonna—we're still in Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. And I'm gonna be reading. I've pulled out my Christian uh, Standard Study Bible here today. This is where I've been doing a lot of my studying out of uh, in this chapter in, in Ezekiel because I think um, it sheds a lot more light in what God is really trying to tell us, you know, in this hour in the land. And, you know, just like Pastor Gene said, just like in the Valley of Dry Bones, God is going to do something supernatural and divine in the earth. You know, and and it's it's not based on the election. It's not based on the current uh, state of people's mindset. Is he's going to do something supernatural and miraculous in the earth? And if you look at Ezekiel in chapter thirty-seven, you know, and I'll just kind of give an overview as I go along here. The chapter starts out where the Lord had brought Ezekiel to this valley. And he set him up high on this valley, and he looked down, um, you know, within the valley, and the valley was full of bones, dry bones, you know. And um, the Lord had was sitting there ministering to uh, Ezekiel in chapter 3, I mean, verse 3 of chapter 37, he said, he said, then he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? You know, and a lot of what we see today, that question still hangs on around us, you know, even with the current state. You know, people feel like it's the end of the world. They, I see people kind of going into a, a, a frenzy, especially early on, you know, and now they're, they're talking about, you know, different things hitting us coming up into this upcoming winter season. So people are really, their mindset is just really, really taken away. You know, and and I see that question here. God is saying, "Do you do you think that this thing can get better? Do you really think that things can change?" And just like Ezekiel said to the Lord, "Only you know, Lord, only you." But what God is saying to us as a body of believers is He's raising us raising us up to look past what we see in the natural. To grab hold of what we can see in the spiritual, 
that we can start being those end-time prophets of the Lord to prophesy to these things, that, that um, the word of the Lord can change the situation. Amen? And um, as we see as we go down, what was in chapter 4, he said, um, or Ezekiel replied, oh God, Lord God, only you know. And then in chapter 4, the Lord told him to prophesy concerning these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Now, Ezekiel prophesied, but he was reluctant in a way. He was reluctant because he was stuck kind of in a place where maybe you and I were. You know, he was stuck in that place where he didn't think he had the the, the, the anointing to do it. He didn't think that he was raised up well enough to do it. He didn't think maybe he had the right degrees on the wall or maybe the he didn't think he had all the credentials necessary. So there was a little bit of reluctance there in Ezekiel when the Lord had questioned, you know, do you think these bones can live? And, you know, sis, and I was thinking about that, how reflective that is today a lot of times. And, you, and I love that phrase that you said. Um, last week that, um, or was it a week ago, that people are running for a pulpit and they're not hitting the marketplace, you know. But how do you see people waning on their, their, their credentials or an excuse not to move forward in the things of the Lord in the body of Christ today? So I'd love to hear your take on that, sis. You know, I believe, brother, what I'm finding is that we're limited because of uh, a lack of teaching, a lack of uh, revelation, a lack of illumination, that we're, we know the written word of God, but mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. been either instructed into uh, how to activate that word or the need for that word to be activated. So mm. a lot of times we settled for, uh, as you, I believe, uh, indicated, uh, written credentials, but we've not, we've not allowed the call, call of God upon our lives to be um, proven, meaning mm. we ourselves have not known the God by relationship that called us to but we set um, we set ourselves to to do the call of God. Mm. But now God is bringing us to a level of knowing the God that called us to do the work of God. Uh, because when you go to the New Testament, we we find that Apostle Paul addressed just that. When he was speaking to the church about uh, allowing the ministers or the preachers that came in, and and he described them as speaking eloquently, and he said, "We did not come to you uh, with eloquent words. He said, but we came to you in the power and the demonstration thereof." So I Mm. believe God is. Is, is bringing his ministers up to, or his fivefold is up to another level uh, because they've not known any better. 
they thought this uh, credentials were enough. But uh, now that we have uh, been put in the pot, so to speak, we're going to have to have more than just credentials. Amen. And through this time, we're going to we we're going to have need of some manifestation of the power of God, the manifestation of the true love of God, the revelation of that word that, that will minister to the need of the people, not just minister to the emotion of the people. So I believe God is going to make a, a, a clear distinction there because the people mm-hmm. that are, I believe God is going to begin to raise up the everyday, the everyday, the common the ones that are not known, the ones that uh, are just uh, his, his servants, the ones that love God. And I believe God's going to begin to use whosoever. Amen. 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 You know, and, and I want everybody to get a hold of, you know, just what you said. You know, it, it's, it's that it's not you doing it. It's that revelatory knowledge that God is doing it, you know, because um, if you don't mind, I'm going to go back here to Ezekiel. You know, the Lord told Ezekiel exactly what to do. He says, this is the Lord God. This is what the Lord God says to these bones. I will cause breath to enter you and you will live. I will put tendons on you, make fresh flesh grow on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you so that you come to life. Then when you know that I am the Lord, you know, and, and one thing that I want to mention family, and I want you to grab a hold of, and you'll hear me say it several times through this broadcast, Amos three and seven, and you can mark that down, write it down. Um, and we're going to read it later on, but God will always, always, always reveal his word to the prophet first. Always. And the thing that Ezekiel, acting out of obedience, took the word of the Lord and he prophesied in chapter, in verse 7, I'm sorry, he prophesied and commanded them bones, the word of the Lord. He commanded um, what the Lord has said to him. And then while he was prophesying, guess what? In chapter 7, it says there was a noise and a rattling. And the point I want to make out of this, sis, and I know this is going, this is going to touch a nerve uh, uh, within you, because this is kind of what you've been talking about um, as I've been listening to you offline quite a bit, is that the church was so dry. Israel was so dry. It was so dry that there was a disconnection that had to be connected before anything could live and stand up. They were so disconnected. Don't we see that today? Don't we see how disconnected we are in the body of Christ? You can't even get people to get along. You can't even have um, um, gatherings without having a bunch of mess and turmoil and things together. It's so disconnected. That means that there is so much dryness that they're disconnected. You know, and and as Ezekiel goes on, and what we're really talking about, 
family, uh, before I go into verse 8, what we're talking about is the dryness in the body of Christ. And this is what um, we started in last week about how once we get disconnected from the gospel, once we get disconnected from the spirit of the Lord, there's a drying that takes place. And some some of you have been dry for years, years, years and years. You go to church every Sunday. You go to church every Wednesday. You've been going to Bible meetings, Bible studies, conferences on conferences on conferences, and still staying dry. And what the word of the Lord is today, what he's saying is come out of that. This is the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord this day to start connecting things back together that you may live and live again. Because that's what it's about at the end of the day. Jesus Christ said, and I'm going to touch on this a little bit later, that he came to give us life and life more abundantly. That's to get us away and out of this grindness that, that, that we have. That's to get us up and above out of these graves that we're sitting in. Amen? So, you know, we look and see this in verse 8, and he looked. And the thing, the thing that touched me uh, before I get to verse 8, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, verse 7, and I want to get your take on this too. Um, he prophesied to the bones, and he said he heard a rattling, and then there was a noise, and the bones came together, bone to bone. But they still didn't have no life, life yet. So the word of God is powerful. It's like a two-edged sword. But why do you think, and I'm just kind of reflecting in today's environment, why do you think the word is not enough alone? And, man, I'll get your thoughts on that. You there, Pastor Jean? I'm here. You're saying, why Why do I think the word alone is not enough? Yes, ma'am. Is that what you're asking me, brother? Yes, ma'am. Okay, because the word clearly tells us that we must believe. By faith, we must believe. It takes faith in order to please God. So we, 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 have, we have God... Uh, also letting us know that we can do the work. There will be those that will do the work and then stand before him. And because they did not do it by faith, meaning that they did not know him in doing the work, that he will say, I never knew you. And they will even argue, possibly say, we healed the sick. We did the work. We did great and mighty work. And God will answer them, but I didn't know. So depart from me, you worker of iniquity. So it has to be done by faith. And faith, a part of that faith, brother, is a relationship, an intimate and accurate relationship with the Lord. You know, and out of that place of, of, of union and communion with him, we do the work. Amen? So it takes more than just the, the word itself. The Pharisees knew the word. They studied the word. They were scholars. You know, they knew the tradition. They knew it. But 
God calls them uh, dead men's bones. The same, the opposite of, of 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 where we are now. Reading Ezekiel because he did not speak life back into them, but he told them, "This is what you are. You're like white white mm. tombs full of dead men's bones." But they knew the mm. law. They knew the word. Right. They taught the word. He even told them, "You use this word to put more burdens up on men than they need to carry burdens that you yourself." You, you you add to the law. You twist the law to keep man uh, in bondage to the word itself. And you and you convince them to do things that you yourself can't even do. By saying wow. you need to obey this word. You must <laughs> obey this word. You must obey this word. But God said that because of that, you will be just. Because you're not teaching them it's by faith. You're not teaching them. That it's by relationship and love and righteousness and holiness. Mm. You're just teaching them it's by duty. Amen. Mm. Amen. You know, and that 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 just brings me to the thing where how much of that is just a religious mindset that's been indoctrinated upon the people. You know, because I heard you say that in several testimonies if you don't mind me sharing um, about how when you were young in Christ and you approached these things and, and there was a lot of religion there that, that, you know, um, you know, even like just reading your Bible, you know, you can approach it from the fact that where you can just read it just like a book. But if you don't understand and realize this is life, you're ingesting life. You're getting instructions. You're seeing God within these pages. If you don't have that approach, then the word no, it's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be of no effect. You know, and I love what Pastor uh, Sago and Pastor Chris says. You know, then you just end up with a pocket full of cliches with no power. And, you know, the one of the biggest revelations that I want you to get out of all of this when you come out of your dryness is that we have not only a sword, but we have authority here in the land. So when we're coming out of this dryness, family, the body of Christ is going to come out of this dryness. Amen? You know, because we've been dry for a Far too long, you know, and the key, now here's the key. God shares the key to Ezekiel in verse 9, and he's sharing the key to us how to come out of this dryness. And he said to me, verse 9, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, say to it, This is what the Lord says. Breath come from the four winds and breathe into the slain so that they may live. That's the key. That is the key. And my sister hit it right on the head. We have to continue to understand that all of this is relational. With the Father, with the Son, and Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit. If we're not seeking a relationship 
to allow him to breathe into our lives, then all you're going to have is a bunch of dry bones clanking and walking around, not having appearance of life, just rattling and making noise with no signs of life in them. And I've seen that when I caught that vision and I've seen that today I've been, I can't tell you in the past or how many church services that I've been in and they're just a bunch of clanking dry bones in the congregation. And I'm not picking on everybody. Please don't think that I am. But I do understand that this word is relevant for us right now to come out of the place that we're at. You know, because God is trying to get a divine experience with us greater than this COVID-19, greater than the economic fall, greater than the election, greater than this world crisis. He's greater than it all, and he wants us to have a divine connection with him. But until we get this down deep settled in our spirit, that it is all relational, and we're going to have to have a rock-solid relationship with the Holy Spirit, in order to get through these things, that we can have life back into us the way it was intended for us when Jesus said, die, it is finished. With that right there, he had given us all the life that we need. And we've got to tap into that through that relationship. We cannot sit idle no longer. We just can't sit back and let things just hit us and bombard us without taking any kind of stand up against it. You know, just as recently I heard this past week that, you know, the the, the Pope um, acknowledged and said there wasn't wrong with same-sex marriage. And everybody's like, well, yeah, okay, all right, well, that's the Pope. You know, we don't want to say nothing. No, that's not the word. That's not the Bible that I read. And we're going to have to take a stand against it, not condemning the people, but condemning the sin, the act. Amen? So, um, you know, the thing that, that, we, uh, the thing that we, we have to do is we have to take this fundamental stand according to the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you, you're dry and disconnected, then you can't stand. When Ezekiel looked at that valley and seen the dry bones, he didn't see them standing tall. He seen them laying down because they had no life. They were dry. They had no standard. They had no duty. They had no call. They were just laying there year upon year upon year being dry not being able to stand. So whatever happened to them along the way during that day, during that time, they had to take it because they had no life. They couldn't stand. And that's where we got to get to today. That's where we got to move forward today is we have got to stand. Amen? Well, we're going to take a short break. Uh, and let you chew on that for a minute and, and and we're gonna come back and we're gonna hit this thing hard again. I know I got us in trouble. Amen. But you know, this wouldn't be the most controversial radio show in the land if trouble wasn't started somewhere. So I feel in good company. 
And because uh, I'm just saying what the Lord gives me, and I know he's giving me the truth. So, But uh, stay right there. Stay locked in. Stay tuned in. Don't go nowhere. We're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. Amen? You're listening to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on Radio.
to Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer right now on on It is now time for Brother Don Presents and Pastor Gene Homer. Amen, amen, amen. I hope you were refreshed and blessed during the break with the awesome music. Uh, on the rotation of TTV, awesome, awesome, awesome. You know, I know I said some controversial things um, right before the break, but you know, family, I want to, I want to, I want to put this out here, and then uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give uh, Pastor Chris to come along and kind of expound a little bit because I know he's chomping at the bit over there because, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, me and him, we we talk frequently offline, but we never really kind of touch bases on where the Lord has got us a lot, you know, in terms of what we're going to minister on the program. And, and, you know, I can't explain it. You know, it's just the way it is. But it never fails that when we (laughs) get together, the Lord has got us right in the same vein. You know, and and that's that's just to me amazing. You know, but I do want to say this though, family. You know, I want to leave this here with you that we have so many so-called revivals today, and what has been happening is we've been looking for the church to do what only the Holy Spirit can do. And we can never experience being revived or having a revived life absent of the Holy Spirit, plain and simple. 
we just look to the church to take care of our dry issue, then we're going to miss out on the whole divine experience of what God is trying to give us to help us get out of that dryness that we're in. You know, because church can't do it. Man can't do it. This is what only the Holy Spirit can do. Amen? So I know I said a lot before the break, and I know, Pastor Chris, you've been listening. I know you've been taking notes, and you probably got uh, a whole other lesson plan, sermon on it. But um, if you want to expound a little bit, sir, you have the floor. Yes, sir. Well, God bless you, Pastor Gene. We're continuing to pray for your healing as well over here. And, of course, Brother Don. And, yes, as always, Brother Don, you're always in the same vein. I need to start sweeping my house for some bugs or something because, I don't know, you you might have some some of those, uh, you know, those Navy, uh, you know, thingamajiggies up in here seeing what's going on. <laughs> anyway, let me stop. Uh, no, but pretty pretty much um, with with this whole thing, uh, it's it's quite funny how God is shifting things. Now we so mm-hmm. if we've been so focused on knowing God, and what do I mean by that, or understanding who He is? Well, the mandates that we've been hearing about that is we need to go to school, which is nothing wrong with that. Uh, we need to be. Uh, more dedicated to our church leadership, which is nothing wrong with that. But the problem is, who's getting the personal relationship here? Is it your church, the bishop or first lady, or is it God? And this is where the separation is happening. See, people aren't seeing it that way. They're just thinking, oh, here we go with another church bash. No, it's not. It's what we have. Mm -hmm. We've done this. Now, when Amen. we have implemented church, the building, four walls, thing called pride complex, where we started Come taking on. what we built and we claim it to be ours, but in actuality, there's nothing that's yours, especially if you're putting a stamp of approval with God's name on it. Now, I'm going to get in trouble with that statement as always, but again, uh, it's the truth. We're so busy putting personal uh, vendettas or personal acknowledgments on things so the church folks can see us, Brother Don and Pastor Gene, that we don't realize that we're hurting our relationship with God. Why? It's like slapping God in the face. You might as well just keep Mm. it real because we're putting Mm. so much emphasis on building the kingdom. Oh, I'm sorry. The church. Uh, I'm sorry, my relationship with God that we're too busy making sure men are accepted and making sure their feelings aren't getting hurt. Listen, we're not in a season of pity pat, pity pat, baker's man, fluff stuff. We got 25, 30 years of that. Aren't you sick of it? And now we're in a situation now where we need God more than ever, and we were too busy playing cotton candy that now we don't have no power to call nothing down. Why? Because our mm. personal relationship with God was was put on arrest, on house arrest. 
Why? Because we mm. thought we could do it. We thought we were God. We thought we could move things with our mouthpiece. We can name it and claim it. Absolutely we can, but our relationship with God was never there. So if we never had a personal relationship with God, how do you expect any movement to happen in your life when you never get out the way? I'll wait. Mm. But see, Mm. that's been the problem. That's why we have dry bones. That's why no one wants to move anywhere because we weren't given the tools in the first place to move anything because we were told, okay, we can use some of the Holy Ghost to make our life here on earth a little bit more pleasant. Well, God never promised us that we're going to have mansions here on earth. He never promised us we're going to have bitlies and maids and servants and gated communities and million-dollar homes. He didn't promise all that. We promised that. Read your word. Yes, God will supply our needs, not wants. Those are Mm. wants we desire as men and women. And listen, there's nothing wrong with having nice stuff. I'm not saying be like the Flintstones and start going back in the day and push your car with your feet. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying Mm. is we, we got too caught up in our personal relationships with what God can give us then our personal relationship with God, where God can restore us, renew us, reshape us, give us a new mind, new body, new things to preach about, new things to teach about, new things to break people from their bondage. We're, a lot of us are in bondage right now because we don't understand the power we have in the Holy Ghost. Why we don't understand that, Brother Don and Pastor Gene, is because we too busy serving in our church and doing all the things in our the works that's required that our pastors are asking us, but we're putting no work in to our personal relationship with God. We're not reading our word like Uh-oh. we're supposed to. We're not meditating on the word like we're supposed to. We're not doing Uh-oh. none of those things that caps us in the same vein of what the Spirit of God will give us in this season. We're too busy tapping and and doing our own works with pastor and bishop and having $300 steak dinners and going to all these lavish trips instead of worrying about what's going on with the people of God. Won't you save that money and give it to somebody that actually needs it? But see, I don't know what I'm talking about because you you speaking Mm. in the spirit of lack Thomas, usually having that lack spirit. No, I am absolutely positively blessed. I don't I've had all the things that are required to you to for you to have a stay face moment with these church folks. I've been there, done that, and, and it got me nowhere. So I'd rather be simple as the fact that I can have every all my needs met and everything paid without struggling to try to keep up with you. Uh oh. And see, that's mm. the problem. We're so busy trying to keep up. Forget the Joneses. We're trying to keep up with the bishop and the first lady. And that's why most of us got issues right now. So listen, I'm mm. not sitting here beating up nobody. I'm talking, speaking the truth through the power of the Holy Ghost. You don't worship Amen. me, Brother Don, Pastor Gene, your pastor, your first lady. We are vessels. It is up to you to pick up the word Read it for yourself. Give us a call. Give us an email if you have a question or a concern. Our job is to lead you to your relationship with God. My job is not to tell you what to do, how to do it, how to fold it, how to run it. That's not my job. My job is to guide you to the promise. 
with God promises all the power in his hand. He promised us the gift called the Holy Spirit, and we all have the opportunity to accept the gift that God left here for us on this earth. We forgot about the Great Commission. That's why we still dried up too, Brother Don. We too big we got the great we got the great buildings. We got the great next mega ministry movements. We got the great health and wealth movements, but we forgot about the Great Commission. So you wonder why we got a lot of people right now lost in the sauce and don't know what to do with themselves because they got lost in the sauce with what a mandate and a doctrine was laid out 25, 30 years ago instead of truly reading their word and seeing this day coming and being prepared for it. Mm. Is it easy? No. Sometimes you're going to have your days where your flesh going to act up. Absolutely. But if you were prepared for what God's been saying for the last 20 years, that he's going to shake things up and you still money marketing your church, we got a problem. I don't know why I keep hanging there, but it's a lot of truth that's been exposed with that because we've gotten too caught up in our patience, our joy, our love for each other. Separation has been at an all-time high. We don't want to come together. We hating on each other over some nonsense instead of bringing our powers together that the Holy Ghost gave you, bringing it together and come up with a strategic plan to wipe out and eradicate fear and doubt in the people of God. But we too busy on our own soapboxes and don't want to give nobody else no help to deliver them from their stuff. And that's why we got these issues, Brother Donna, Pastor Gene, because we don't want to help each other. But I'm here to tell you, TBV Radio as a ministry, as a family, we're going to help each other, whether you want me to call you or text you or not. I'm going to make sure you good, period, because that's how it's supposed to be. I don't think I got it all together, and it's with my sisters and brothers in my community and spreading the love that God has for all of us here and transposing it here through the radio waves, through the television waves, whatever wave God uses us, you're going to see genuine love. And it's not about Chris. It's not about First Lady Nancy. It ain't about us, our own agenda. It's about Christ, period. And if he's happy, we happy. If he ain't happy, I ain't happy. And I'm going to continue to go ham and cheese when it comes to the word of God, whether you like it, like me, the man, or not, get take it up with God, not me. Read your word, because if you read your word, you wouldn't be feeling some kind of way and get up out of your flesh. Ladies and gentlemen, let me get out of here, because this ain't my show. So I'm done. Back to you. Amen. Amen. I know, Pastor Gene, you are a little bit under the weather. Um but was there anything you wanted to share or you wanted to expound you know, on? You know, back to Ezekiel, uh, when we continue to read, uh, the thing that stood out to me, brother, when God uh, instructed the prophets to prophesy for the breath of life to come into the bones yes. from the four yes. winds, uh, the thing that that, I, that struck me is that because God instructed him to do so, and the mm-hmm. and, and and God caused what God told him to prophesy to manifest itself. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are today. We again need to see that the people that know their God and can hear what God is saying, not only hear what God is saying 
but obey the word of the Lord, and then we're going Come to on. see God move by his spirit. Amen. That's Woo. what we have need of today. Amen. That will supersede false doctrine. That will supersede Woo. anything else that, that has tried to rob uh, God of his place of sovereignty yeah. uh, in the lives of the people today on the face of the earth. When we begin to see the, the power of God in manifestation and demonstration, it's going to begin to cause those dry bones to come alive. Now, I want to yeah. say this also. When the breath of the Lord was blown into those bodies, they not only came alive, but my interpretation, brother, says they became a vast army. Yeah, yeah. Our we're army. Hit on that too. Not just, <laughs> not just, just, not just people, but they became a army, a vast Hallelujah. army. Hallelujah. So, what could God be saying to us in this day and hour? Prophesy. Is God not saying that He's raising up a prophetic army with the things that we're encountering now? Will it not take a vast army to 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 destroy? to fight and destroy and to push back. Mm. Amen? Amen. And so I want to just read another scripture, and I want you all to remember that. When God moves, he does more than we we could have done, as you all indicated. When God breathed up on them, they not only lived, but they became an army. And to me, that means that, God raised them up with everything they needed to defeat their then enemy. And I believe if God did it then, God can do it again. Amen. But I'd like to read Proverbs 16, verse 3, 3 at least. It goes, roll, roll, R-O-L-L, roll your work upon the Lord. Commit and trust them wholly to him. And he will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his very will. And so shall your plans be established and succeed. So what am I saying here, brother? We mentioned uh, 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 earlier in the program about doing the work without a relationship. And this is the scripture that that I wanted to, to follow that statement up with. God is saying to us, roll your works up on me and commit mm. commit your works to me. Don't just do the works because you're called. Just because you know you have a gift. Don't just run with the gift. He says, come back and submit it to me. Know me in it. Let my character be formed in you. Get to know how I feel about it. Get Love me, and then I will cause your ways to prosper. And that way, brother, we will never come up for judgment because we're being judged. We're allowing God to judge us in our walk. We're allowing him to judge us in our service to him, in our call, in our our ministry, in our vision. Amen? So if God is with us, the Bible goes on to say in the New Testament, then who can be against us? Mm. Who can be against Mm. us? So it's one Mm. thing to just say, well, I'm... I'm doing it for the Lord. Yeah, but does the Lord know what you're doing? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Man, that's good. That is good. Amen. I see we got everybody stirred up now. Hallelujah. Because, you know, family, this is serious. You know, we're talking about this account in, in the book of Ezekiel, but this is a serious problem with us today. And, and I'm going to share something with you, family. I want you to get ready. Pastor Chris, you might want to lock the doors because once I get through sharing this, they may come knock the doors down and shut us down. But the thing is, and we've heard this. I know myself has heard it. I know Pastor Gene has heard it. When they closed down the churches this year, people were adamant, I don't want to go back. And they really didn't understand why they were saying that. They just knew that there was something resolved inside of them that wasn't connecting them back to the body of Christ. So when I look back and reflect on this, this is people starting to realize that, that we're dry. I'm dry. And, you know, and we often ask before that, and we've even said this last year as we've been ministering together, what has happened to the true ministry? What has happened to the true fivefold ministry? See, because what the, what, what's been happening all along, family, is this. You cannot address spiritual dryness in man-made talk. You cannot express spiritual dryness inside a building dedicated to somebody else. You cannot, you cannot address spiritual dryness just because you are a pastor, apostle, prophet, or whatever you titled yourself. The only way to address spiritual dryness is by way of the Holy Spirit. And see, the thing that has happened is, and, and where ministry has been, been, been rejected is because when the truth comes, it's going to show you yourself, and that's not always pretty. And people want to be pretty. They like pretty things. They want to walk around pretty. But when God really shows you your heart, and I'm speaking from experience. This is getting personal for me. When God showed me, showed me my heart, it was ugly. Some of the things that he was telling me to come out of, I didn't want to hear. Some of the things that he was showing me for growth, I didn't accept or I didn't want to accept right away because I knew that I had to be an obedience doer to be a follower of Christ. I had to do these things. So if I would have rejected these things, guess what, family? I would have stayed dry. I would have still been in my dryness. That's what's going on now. And what God is raising up is a new standard of ministry that's going to speak to your dryness that we connect and come back together, that there's flesh put on them bones, that we can be that great army. See, we've been dormant for too long. We've been dormant because we've been looking for man to fix our dryness. And the only thing that can fix our dryness is the Holy Spirit. And I'm not talking, I'm not church bashing, as Pastor Chris said. I'm, 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 I'm devil bashing here today. I'm bashing the kingdom of hell here today because he's infiltrated the ministry and he's had a foothold and a lock on it for too long. And it's time for him to let go and let the true ministry, the good news of the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ come forth to start addressing some of this dryness in the body of Christ because there's too much going on. There's too many dry things going on that has to be addressed, and the only way it's going to be addressed is by the way of the Holy Spirit. But it's going to take men and women of God that in relationship 
that know the Holy Spirit, they know these areas to address, and just like Ezekiel, they can speak to these areas that you are dry in, that you can become the lie. See, that's the only way that you're going to have life. See, watch this now. In Genesis chapter 2, verse, verse 6, we see man was created. He was a being. He existed. Now, what am I saying? We've just existed far too long, family. We need to be in Genesis 2 and 7 where God breathed the breath of life and it says man became a living being. And that's what he wants for us today, family. He wants us to get up off that couch, get out of those spiritual graves that we're in, because God said to Ezekiel, I'm going to lift them out of their graves. And what we're saying to you today is there is hope in the land. Despite of what's going on, I know you may have, and I'm sensitive because we've lost family members to COVID, and I know some of you may have lost family members to COVID. COVID may have affected you greatly in your life, but there's hope in the land, and the hope is going to come by way of the Holy Spirit. And this radio program, this ministry, this time we're going to prophesy to you. We're going to prophesy to those bones, and we're going to speak, thus saith the Lord, that they have life again that we can stand as a great army before the Lord. And that's what's going on. He wants us to stand strong because he's commissioned us to be a great army, but we can't be a great army as long as we're walking around with dry bones. We can't be a great army as long as we're disconnected. We can't be that great army if we do not uh, accept what the word of the Lord says. You know, and, 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 and both Pastor Chris and Pastor Gene hit it right on the head. We have to be obedient. That's it, to that word that we hear. You know, those bones had a choice. When Ezekiel was prophesying to them, they wanted to come out of their dryness. They had a choice. They could have been complacent and say, you know what, we've been here for so long, we want to lay right here and just continue to be dry. And then if it, we don't never get no life to it, then so be it. See, it's time out for that, family. The devil's been beating you upside the head for too long. It's time to stand up and be part of that army. It's time to be obedient to the word of God. It's time for us to allow the Holy Spirit to breathe the breath of life in us once again that we live. And not only we live, but we rise as a great army for the kingdom of heaven. Amen? I know I said a lot there, y'all. <laughs> Pastor Chris, Pastor Gene, so... If anybody want to touch on it, uh, you can go ahead. I'll open the floor. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, I definitely under I definitely agree with the fact that we have a lot of as a, I've been I've been actually for this past year uh, I've been dealing with self reflection, and that's that's what this whole thing is about. It's not about perfection here. It's not about ha- having a look or looking as if you're blessed and highly favored or looking deep or looking as if the, you know, you're always, your Shonday's always on 100. Come on, man. I mean, we have to understand that this is a daily thing in order for us to continue our focus, to continue our drives, not to become uh, like those dry bones and having those desire, even if you feel dry, and I, I can I can tell you, I have the T-shirt and the hat. I felt that way. I felt dry. I felt out of place. I felt like I was a waste because I'm like, okay, God, you gave me all this stuff, 
but yet I can't utilize it nowhere. I can't preach nowhere with it. So what's the what's the sense? I might as well just lay here like the rest of these kajokas and just collect my uh, my weekly sermon, uh, do my two three service singing, do my uh, small group during the middle of the week, and then do it all over again the following week. Just do the same old repetition over and over again, and I feel the dryness in my spirit. I don't feel that fire that I used to feel anymore. I, all I feel is I'm coming to work and do another job. And when you get to that point, that's a problem. This is what we're saying. I'm not sitting here saying that the church is a bad thing. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, woe is you who go to the church. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's what we've done with the church. All of us should be walking out the church. Pastors and first ladies should always be busy bringing up new warriors, bringing up new sheep to leave the flock. That's the whole point of being a pastor, raising up sheep so they can continue on with the mission. We've gotten so caught up, Pastor Gene and Brother Don, in har- harboring our flock that we don't want them to grow. We want to we wanna keep them in one place. We give them a certain timeline where we'll give them three to five years to mature spiritually and financially. See, we always put all this all this stuff in the middle of growth, but it has nothing to do with it. God will grow you up when it's your time and your season. We have to understand when our season is. And see, a lot of us get brainwashed. Yeah, I said it. We get brainwashed. With what's being taught So we lose it So then we get to the point where we got this fire burning Year two comes around It's still lit Because when you when you do what you do When you serve in your ministry You have that passion You have that fire You're ready to go to war Year three comes in You're getting mediocre Now you're starting to go with the flow Year four Now you're just going with the motions Year five now You're just automated That's the problem because our passion for who we are as believers never supposed to run dry. We're supposed to always have that desire to want more, to want to give more to the people, to want to preach more to the people, to, to make people grow in their walk with Christ and to mature them in their spiritual gifts. That's our, that's our main concern as leaders. But again, we got caught up. So that's why we got all these dry bones in all these different churches. The only person that seems as if they have all the anointing coming from his brow or her brow is the ones that's on top. And quite frankly, that's a wrong perception. We have to hit our own buttons. We have to look at our own self. And I know every day, I thank God that I have an opportunity just to even preach the gospel, period. I know I was very not qualified. Oh, if you just look back over my life, Lord Jesus, I know it was God. So you can't tell me. So in the end of the day, we have to understand what who our worth is. Who are we worth? Are we worth the 
the anointing to be constantly put on us to the point where we can anoint other people to become warriors in the kingdom of God, or we want to harbor all the oil and keep it all to ourselves, and then eventually the oil going to go bad because you can't circulate it nowhere. So then you got to sit here and figure out where I'm going to put this. All this oil is all stored up. Where am I going to put it? We're, we're too busy harboring stuff. It is Everybody has an opportunity in the kingdom. This body has too many members. But that's another cliche we talk about, Brother Don. We got so many members, but we're only utilizing not even not even half of them. Because if this human body is made up of millions of moving parts, there are millions of moving parts. If you look at it from the spiritual aspect, there are millions of moving parts in the spirit different gifts of the spirit that all of us could unite and become powerful in, but yet all of us are getting to that point of a dry place, Brother Don, because a lot of the, the, the places that we attend church at, we tend to get drained, and then it happens, then we wonder why we feel so tired all the time, because we feel like we're being mm. pulled on so much, because we're not getting any, mm-hmm. we're not getting any refuel ourselves. That's why it's important for us Stay connected with people that will have your best interest in the spirit, not your best interest in your pocketbook, the best interest in your spirit, because all of us get in those times of dry bones. All of us. I don't care how deep you sound. I don't care how many degrees you got on your wall. We are walking in this fleshly body, and this fleshly body is going to go through the changes that surround us. That's why our spirit must remain strong. And in order for that to happen, we have to keep our relationship with God strong. We have to keep our prayer life strong, our faith strong, our obedience strong, and the people we fellowship with. We got to keep it real with them and let them know, I feel that too, bro or sis. But I'm going to tell you, this is how I get through it. And I guarantee you that when you start being more transparent and being real that, wow, Bishop, so-and-so is a human being. Duh. And But see, this is what we put. We put all these fake parameters on folk. But that's what we do, too, Brother Don. We put all these fake, fake funk stuff on folks and people think we're supposed to be this and be that. But in all actuality, we're just as human as you. We just have a title in front of our name. Wow. So mm. this, but but again, you know, like I said, it's so, it's so much. It's so much to say about this to link up the dry bones context. But again, we don't got a lot of time, and I don't want to do all the talking. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to put my little five cents in there real quick. And I know uh, 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 Pastor Jean keeps throwing her uh, lightning bolt over here. So every time I try to try to slow down, she's throwing a bolt from Michigan over from to Texas. So I get that choke to keep going. So I feel you, Pastor Jean. I got your back. But all I'm saying is, man, we gotta understand something. We gotta come together in this thing. This is this is no yeah. time for solo dolos anymore. This is no time for renegade soldiers. All this stuff that you know we we put words on. We have to come together and bring all of our spiritual uh, our spiritual powers together. That's the only way I know how to word it. Spiritual powers together and become one. 
like we were supposed to from the very beginning, but we allowed stuff to get in the way, and now we're so separated. It's like, oh, wow, how are we going to even get back together? You talking all this stuff, well, the spirit will unite you. When you talk to folks, you'll, your spirit will connect you to them. Now, I'm not talking Amen. about how they look. I'm not talking about how they smell because we're at a t- day and a time now where we got to do a lot of virtual stuff. So, yeah, you can see them on a virtual screen, but the spirit of God will auction you and tell you that's the man or woman you need to connect with. That's what God's going to do to unite the people back together. He's going to do it supernaturally, not the way we know it, how we talk to each other, build a rapport. Then we have dinner. Then we, you know, we go, we have fellowship together. Finally, you know, that takes almost six months to a year to happen. But in the spirit, it's going to be a quickling because you'll automatically identify with him or her, he or she, couple, no couple, whatever it is. You'll be able to unite the spirit of God in them. And you'll be able to grow each other and really iron sharpen iron. That's another cliche, brother Don. We throw iron. We will say we're going to iron sharpen iron, brother. Iron sharpen. Do you really understand what that actually means? That means I got to be exposed to you. So if we're going to be really iron and sharpening iron, brother, I got to be exposed, meaning that Pastor Chris don't always feel like Pastor Chris. Sometimes Pastor Chris want to throw the mantle of pastor in the garbage, and I want to go straight ham and cheese and be Chris, period. That's keeping it real. Mm -hmm. That's what iron sharpened iron means and how we can bring each other from our flesh to the spirit and we can grow each other from our flesh to the spirit that God already ordained for us to have and come together, ironing, sharpening iron in the spirit so we could be strengthened in the spirit. That's, that's, that's what that means, Brother Don. Maybe I, I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to iron, sharpen iron, but that's a recent revelation that I want, that I just got not too long ago about what that meant. Because a lot of men throw it out, but they don't truly know what it means to iron, sharpen iron. And we're not talking about what, what we got. I'm not talking about the boats you got, the cars you got, the clothes you got, the shoes you got, the gaiters you got. We ain't talking about stuff. We're talking about being exposed in the spirit and being realized that you have the same issues I have, but this you are stronger in this, brother. Oh, and you're stronger in this, brother. So let's come together as brethren and bring our weaknesses to the table and bless each other in how to combat it so we could be more powerful in the kingdom. If a lot of us did more mm. of that, Brother Don, we'll be a lot more better off. But our sister seems to be doing that way more better than us. We're like 10 years, 20 years behind. But when sisters get together, mm-hmm. they pour it all out. They put it on the table. They let it all go, you know, oh, girl. They go all out. But we got to be all Amen. super prideful and stuff like that in order for us to get our stuff across. And that's why the women's movement in, in ministry is so powerful because they allow themselves yeah. to really be open to each other's frailties, mistakes, 
what they did, what they didn't do, and it's call, and it's the call for the the mothers to rise up again too. Because I think the, they they put the mothers in the back of the house and they don't want to utilize them no more. Uh, Pastor Gene, Brother mm. Don, they 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 lock them up in the closet and send them to nursery. No, you need them mm. mothers out in the back to t- train these young girls and these young adults that's 40 years old. Because yeah, they still young and the mothers will be able to get them straight. Uh, this this is what's missing. The fundamental things that, that we grew up on in church are no longer there. That's why we got so much freedom in the house. That's why people are doing so much stuff in the house because the mothers ain't watching, the elders ain't watching, everybody watching the next young thing come up the come up the front row instead of watching the spirits in the house. Yeah, I said it, but that's what's going on. We got too much looking at other stuff instead of looking at what's mm. coming through the door. And that's the another problem we're having. So of course we got all these issues now, brother Don and Pastor Gene, because we ain't watching no more. We got all the elders in the back or going to bingo after church. Uh oh. I'm gonna get in trouble <laughs> with that one. Come so on. let me be quiet. Yeah. We've already sunk the ship. So I'm a l i am I know Pastor Jean over there rocking with her Earl Grey with her lemon and I know she got something to say. So I'm gonna leave it to uh Pastor Jean. So I'm done. Back to you. <laughs> Amen. Well, sis, you uh you wanna expound on that? My God, you all have taken it around the moon and back. I have no idea where to even begin. I'm excited to just see you all's excitement. <laughs> I really am. Amen. Um, Amen. You know, I just, uh, I know that God is on the move. I know he is. I mean, uh, he has to come because we have need of, we have need of more. The body of Christ, uh, we're, you know, it's, it's, it's as if we're scrambling to get ourselves uh, back together to gain some momentum. And as the summers mm-hmm. indicated, you know, and as you indicated, brother, and, and it, it only God can do it. Man cannot manufacture right now what what we have need of. It has to come uh, by the Spirit of the Lord. It's a time I believe that God is saying we must. We must come into unity. The brethren must Amen. come together in unity. It's time for us to grow up. You know, uh, and, and, and babies can't take, babies cannot uh, maintain a pulpit. Amen? Um, you Amen. need full-grown men. So it's Woo. time for us to grow up in, in the things of, the, of God. You know, uh, it's time for us to not, you know, to... We should be beyond laying the foundation of uh, mm. repentance and 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 just the the things that got us saved. Now we need to be uh, diving into the deep things of God, you know. So uh, when we can do that, when we can mature, then we can come together and unify. And when we come together in unity, then we can advance, make an advancement toward the kingdom of heaven. You know, it has to get to that point where it just doesn't matter anymore. Your opinion, my opinion, doesn't mean anything. Let's come together right. and see what thus saith the Lord and agree that mm. we will agree on what God is saying, 
me not trying to hide mm. my and have me an agenda over here and come to you and hide my hand. You know, I threw a rocket head my hand. You know, it's just no time out for that because people are losing their lives while we're playing patty cake in the just mm. time out for that. It's time out for that, you know. Sometimes maybe we don't need as many storefronts. Maybe we should come together as one big ministry, and then the Spirit of the Lord can move and the people in the neighborhood can get saved. Mm, hallelujah. You know, both of you men, oh, my goodness. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, so awesome. And, and it's really confirmation to know um, that this is what we're talking about, teaching about, and expounding on is from the Lord. Because you, you both of you moved right into the next point that I had. And, you know, and I'm just, I want to share it because I want the family to know if they're listening to this program today, that means that they're tired of being dry or the dryness. This wasn't by chance you happen to tune in today. And listen, whether you're a first-time listener or you're a follower of Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene here on TPV Ministries, this isn't by chance. And what we're saying is if you yield to the breath of the Holy Spirit, and he's going to breathe life back in you. You know, and I want to read out of the Passion Translation, John chapter 10, and I'm going to read 9 and 10. And this is Jesus talking. And this is the Passion Translation. I am the gateway to enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness until you overflow. And, you know, family, we want to get to that point. We want you as well as us to get to that point where we're, we're in the overflow. And you can't be in the overflow dry. You can't. It's impossible. See, the enemy has taken advantage of us far too long in our dry state. And he looks to take advantage of us by saying, making it think that it's okay. You know, the next person next to you is dry, so why worry about it? Pastor's dry, the elders dry. Nah, it's all right. Dryness is okay. Dryness is the norm. You know, that's religion. That's what it's going to look to say is if you're not getting fed, just keep coming. If you're not getting your dryness addressed, just keep coming. But God says it's time out for that right now. He's saying, I'm going to do a new thing in the earth, and I want you to stand by and be ready in obedience to receive that which I am doing. See, because it's not all right. Because when you have that mindset and you take that approach to it, that means you don't have any life. Now, I want to get to this before we close out because this is real important, and this is going to solidify what Pastor Gene and Pastor Chris were saying. So if you're still there in Ezekiel chapter 37, let's go down to verses uh, 16 and uh, 17. And then again, I'm reading this out of my, my Christian Standard Study Bible. And um, I, I think, let's go, we're going we're to start at 15. It says, The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, 
Take a single stick and write on it, belonging to Judah and to the Israelites associated with him. Then take another stick and write on it, belonging to Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and the house of Israel associated with him. Now, you know, family, the reason I read that is because Pastor Gene and Pastor Chris said exactly what God is saying here. He is speaking to the unity of the church. It's far too long. We Part of the, what keeps us dry is there's no unity. You got Baptists don't want to be with Methodists. You got Methodists don't want to be with Episcopalians. You got Episcopalians don't want to be with them sanctified folks. Them sanctified folks don't want to be with nobody. But see, that's where we're going to have to come and realize that it's, it's about Jesus. It's not about a denomination. It's not about an assembly. It's about Jesus. See, God wants you to come out of that spiritual grave, but you cannot come out of that spiritual grave if you're going to come out and still not wanting to your dryness address to be unified in the body of Christ. See, we, we talked about it earlier in Ezekiel when Ezekiel prophesied to the four winds and they were obedient and they listened to that. They stood as a great army. You can't be disunified and be an army. One principal rule of an army is being together on one accord. You can't fight your own fight. You have to fight the objective that the army has in place. You can't be no rogue warrior running out there away from the army saying, I'm going to fight my own fight, my own way, in my own time. No, you have to be unified with that army in order to fight. See, what God is saying when he mentioned Judah, Judah was in the south and Ephraim was in the north, and they didn't get along at that time. You know, Judah thought that they were better. That sounds familiar, church or family? Uh, Judah thought they were better, and Ephraim was always envious of Judah. If you want to look that up, it's in, it's in Isaiah eleven thirteen, that um, where Isaiah really expounds on uh, Ephraim and Judah. But see, that's what we got. We got God is bringing His church back together without dryness, without division. God wants us to worship Him in spirit and in truth. And you cannot worship in spirit and truth if you're not in unity or you're dry. You can't. It's impossible. That means you're not yielding to the Holy Spirit in any shape, manner, form whatsoever. And if you're not going to do that, then you cannot worship. You cannot be pleasing to God. You can't do the things that's going to heal the land. You know, because people were talking about Second Chronicles at the beginning of this pandemic, but there was just this dry cotton talking about heal my land. Well, let's heal your dryness first before God decides to heal the land. He wants to heal you first before he wants to heal the land. And if you don't believe me, look around. God has an opportunity to heal the land right now. One word, it's over. Boom. That we nothing ever else you'll see about what we're dealing with right now in, in, in the land today. But he wants to heal your dryness. He wants to address your dryness first, that you can worship him in spirit and truth. And he wants his church unified. Think about it, family. Think about it, Pastor Chris, Pastor Gene. You got your own kids. They don't get along. You can't get them together in one room without them arguing and fighting all the time. How how. Really, I, I guess how frustrating that would be. Is that the way God sees us? 
We can't, you can't get two assemblies together in the same room without somebody having a problem, somebody being offended, somebody has something to say. And just think about God, Jesus gave his life that we could have life. And we don't know what to do with it. We do not have an idea what to do with it. And he gave his life that we could have life. But there's hope in the land today, family. God is still in charge. He's sovereign. He's working it out. See, and I'm going to give you four points here, then I'm going to pass the mic to Pastor Chris and Pastor Gene to get their thoughts before we get out of here. One thing that we must address is that, yes, I know I am dry. I know I am dry. And the only solution to your dryness is the Holy Spirit. And in order for him to work in your life, number one, you have to walk in obedience according to the word of God. The word of God said obedience is better than sacrifice. So you have to start lining yourself up in obedience first. Then, and this is an area that challenges me, and I'm sure it challenges a lot of people. You have to check your prayer life and see where it is. Are you really spending that time in communion with the Lord, or are you spending that time pleading and begging, looking to overcome? But are you really spending that time in prayer just to say, Lord, I'm sitting here, and I've come to meet you. Would you meet me here today? Just so we could talk. Just so we can spend some time here together today. And not always putting your needs up first, but let his needs be known. And his need is just to spend some time with you. And don't just read the word, but study the word. And I said that earlier in the program. Sometimes we read the word of God like it's a book. But you know, we've got to study this thing, and, and I'm guilty of that. I, I'm, the, I'm the biggest offender of that. I read the Word, I read the Bible, and I'm quick to tell everybody, yeah, I read the Bible through twice, you know. And everybody was like, oh, ah. But you know what? I just read it. Now I'm studying it a little more intense. I may stay in a chapter for two or three weeks just reading it over and over and over, seeing what God has to say. Study the Word of God. And here's the fourth and final point, more more important. Seek the Holy Spirit as a person and not an experience, and seek him each and every day. He's the one that's going to address any spiritual dryness that you may have in your life, and he's going to bring the antidote to that dryness. So, amen, family. I... um, those are the four points I wanted to leave with you before we got out of here. Because there is hope, family. Don't let the news media, don't let the the the, the social media feed steal your hope because we serve a sovereign God. And as long as He's a, Jesus is on the throne, there's hope in the land. So, Pastor Chris, I'm going to pass the mic to you so that you can... Uh, Put the icing on, and I'm gonna let the jean put the cherry and the whipped cream on top, and then we'll you can give the plug for the ministry. And we can go on and get out of here. Amen. Amen. 
Well, I, I really don't think there's there's any more left to say but put a stamp on it because I be, I truly believe that what was said was effective, and I'm quite sure uh, in the, the following Saturday when you guys come on again, it'll be more uh, more uh, more of a word of of more insight, more clarity on what God has. Uh, for us in this season, but I, I believe uh, I I've, I know I've exhausted on my end uh, what God wanted to say, so I'm going to be obedient to the Spirit. But I do want to say some things. I'll just do it all right now. Uh, as far as TPV goes, we do have uh, TPV uh, presents. We'll be going virtual. This will be our first show virtually with our special guest. Radio personality, Southern Girl Denise. You saw you saw me on her show two weeks ago. She's coming on our um, on my platform this Wednesday at seven o'clock Central Standard Time. TPV Virtual. You can also go to the YouTube channel, TPV Virtual uh, Virtual Network. So r- virtual radio network. So yeah, you can go to the uh, YouTube channel on there, and you'll see all of our live broadcasts on there as well. Uh, right now, you. We're just not going to mess with uh, Facebook because Facebook has enough people going on there. So we'll just leave it at that. But anyway, that'll be a great thing. We got another youth uh, summit coming up in November. Uh, Blessings on the Block has another uh, summit that'll be on TPV Virtual Radio as well. You'll get to see it on uh, also on the YouTube channel as well. So please Subscribe to the YouTube channel Uh, You can also see it on our website www.tpvradionetwork.com As well You can see it on there So a lot of exciting things are coming up Uh, We also have uh, uh, Music of the Spirit podcast Which just joined us uh, Just recently Check this brother out He has awesome guests on his platform Every Saturday at 7pm Right here on the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and he also comes on uh, on Friday afternoons at 4:30 for our Spirit Music Ministries mix, where you'll get to hear all of the uh, uh, EDM music. Um, if you don't know what EDM is, look it up because I don't have a time <laughs> to explain it. But uh, look it up and see what that type of ministry has to offer. It's a different sound, different look, and we need different folk from different parts of life. And this is what TPV is all about. It ain't just a one race car thing. We we accept everyone, just saying. So we are excited about that. Also, the grub is back in the building. The ladies are back, and and, and Russia's excited. Uh, So we definitely want to make sure... Pastor Gene gets plenty of uh, honey and lemon over there in Michigan and uh, get get her right for Tuesdays. Uh, they come back at 1.30 uh, afternoons. The grub is back, and the Russians are loving it. So I don't know what y'all do over there, uh, Pastor Gene, for the, for the uh, international base, but y'all doing something right because they can't wait for y'all to get back on. Just saying. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> they get that raw I guess they get the raw Christian version of the view I guess I don't know I, I don't understand it But hey it is what it is I'm just glad to have you guys back uh, In the fold just saying uh, Also the Caribbean Pepper Pot's back as well 
Uh, she will be coming on every other Saturday at 4 p.m. So when Brother John, Brother Don presents with Pastor Gene Homer, it's not live. Uh, she'll be coming on every other Saturday. So you'll get to hear the Caribbean Pepper Pot one Saturday, and you'll get to hear Brother Don presents with Pastor Gene Homer the following Saturday. So you'll get to hear both shows twice a month. Right here on TPV Radio. So that's all my plugs. I don't think I forgot anything uh, that's going on this week. No, we're starting off slow. I'm back on the helm. I praise God for what he's doing. You know, sometimes you got to be careful to, you know, of what you ask God for. Because he'll definitely give it to you. Especially at a time like this where faith is being tested. And in, in me, for one, especially on this end, I, I definitely have to truly depend on God, period, and allow God to have his way in our ministry, period. You know, so I can't sit here and tell y'all something that I ain't going through myself, family. It is a day-to-day building. It is a day-to-day testing. And, but God will definitely show himself strong if you all, all you have to do is believe and have faith. It ain't just a cliche, it's a fact. So just go ahead and, and, and embrace it. Don't fight it and let God handle the rest of your life and he'll do it for you. So that's my two cents here at TPV News. That's all of the juicy to, uh, juicy uh, uh, things going on TPV. And of course, tomorrow, join the familiar and myself, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. The Psalmist Voice Reloaded is back. And we'll have another special uh, pastor Coming on tomorrow as well at 2 p.m. Y'all don't want to miss it. We go ham and cheese. We got you know, your cousin, your nephew. We got we got mother. We got mother, pastor, lightning, thunder. We got a whole bunch of mix on that show. So you'll never know what you're going to get because we let the spirit go ham. So tune in tomorrow, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thomas Voice Reloaded right here on the Thomas Voice Radio Network. So I'm done with all my plugs. So family... I'll talk to you on tomorrow. I'm done. Brother Don, back to you. Amen, amen. Pastor Dean, did you uh, you want to take us out of here? You got uh, something you want to expound on before we get out of here? Uh, you know, brother, the only thing on my heart is that, to, that we stay in that place of self-reflecting. Uh, that you know, there there are those of us within the body of Christ that that know that God has called us to do something for His kingdom. There are those of us on the other end of the stick that are so dry and hungry for a move of God to know that God exists, to know that God knows us by name, to know that God has a plan and a purpose for us. That we were not a mistake. No, we. We, we desire to have that confidence that when God called us, when we got saved, it was not a mistake. You know, so I just like to just speak to that broad spectrum that, that, that we can trust that the God who begins a good thing in us, he is the one that's able to finish it. If we faint not, if we persist, if we continue, the word says that if you seek me, I will be found by you. So I encourage you tonight to continue to seek him, even in that place where you feel rejected or confused or betrayed or offended, whatever is in your heart tonight. I just want to encourage each and every one of you that you could be found by God. God can be found by you. 
if you have to go to him with, with whatever is there in your heart right now, the key is speaking to him from your heart. If you go to him complaining because that's what's in your heart, but if there's a desire to, to even know him beyond the complaining, you can do that. You, In other words, you can go to him all messed up because I think that's how most of us came to it. <laughs> Because we were sick and tired of just being sick and tired. So just, I invite you. I, you know, I encourage you. Speak to him. He will speak back. But don't listen for him to speak to your mind. Listen to him to speak to your heart tonight. Amen? And for those of us that, that maybe think we have it, I want to say this to you. How, how is your love quota? How, how is your love? How's the love in your heart? Where? How, how is that coming along? Because the scripture goes says to us, the ones that think we know in First John 4 and 20, it says, I'm trying to find the right interpretation here. Um, but if a man will say, I love God, and he hates his brother, he's lying. For he who does not love his brother who is visible how is it possible for him to love God who is invisible? So we all need a come to Jesus moment tonight, people of God, no matter where you are, no matter where you are, because God wants to be found by those of us that are not sure that he exists. And God wants to reveal himself at a deeper measure to those of us that are, have already started the journey. So I just, I just invite you tonight, and I challenge you tonight, to know the Lord your God while he might be found. Amen. God bless you all, and thank you for listening tonight. God bless. Amen. Amen. Well, family, you you got a belly full today. We, we came with it today. And, you know, the main tone I want you to take away from this tonight is that there is hope. Don't let nobody tell you that it's not. You know, they will try to make you believe that you're in a situation that's unattainable. But we serve an awesome, awesome God. And as long as he's sitting on the throne, there is hope in the land. There's hope over COVID. There's hope over financial crisis. There's hope over any and every situation that you can name, there's hope because he's allotted grace for each and every situation to be poured out over your life in those situations. And we just wanted to come to you today to reconfirm with God in your spirit that there's hope, just like in the Valley of Dry Bones. But those four steps, please, please heed to them. Please heed to them that you can grow and that you can come out of that because God wants to raise that army. He wants to raise it up and he wants to raise it strong, you know. And a lot of things were said. Just go back and listen to it on on, on the uh, website, TPB uh, website, and, and just really kind of let that really soak in your spirit because we want you to be overcomers. We want you to be Conquer. It's what the word of God says. You are more than 
more than, not just, but more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. So, as always, family, we thank you for tuning in. We love you. We appreciate each and every one of you. And keep tuning in. We're going to cover some stuff. And, you know, and it's not nothing where we're bashing churches or bashing individuals. We're just speaking what the Holy Spirit tells us to bring forth in the land. Just like he told Ezekiel, prophesy, son of man, to these bones. So we're just prophesying today to right where you are. Well, God bless you, family. We love you. And I just pray that the Lord keeps you in perfect health and strength so you can tune in again. And make sure you tune in to the other programs on here on TPV. The song is reloaded. I know it's tomorrow, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. The Grub, the Caribbean Pepper Pot, a uh, bunch of whole lineup of shows uh, um, um, that they have on TPV. I'm drawing a blank on. I used to know them, but there's so many now that that, that I'm just drawing a blank on them. Amen. But God bless you, family. We love you. We just pray the blessings of the Lord over you till we can meet again. This is Brother Don from Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer, with Pastor Christopher Newton, a.k.a. The Psalmist Voice coming at you, leaving love with you. God bless you, and we'll see you soon. Nobody greater, nobody greater, no, nobody greater than you. Nobody can heal like you can. Oh, most holy one, you are the great I am. Awesome in all your ways, and my is your hand. You are healed, carried out, redemption plan. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.